Lockdown. Number one sports betting podcast coming out of the Pat McAfee Incorporated offices. I am Tone Diggs. Nailed it. What's up, dude? Nailed it. Every fucking day. Here we are every day, 4 p.m., nailing it every fucking day. I am Tone Diggs. Got a baby toe. That's uh, Bubba Gumpino. Good day, Tony. Good day to you. Good day. 2-0 footy day yesterday. Yeah, we're uh, in one right now. We need Chelsea to get a goal, but uh, I feel like Porto will start pushing. Mm-hmm. They have to. They'll catch one on the counter, I think. But Byron's up, one nothing. you know. 3-3 aggregate. Could be a fucking wild finish what there. What did we get that super boost? What was that plus 250? Yeah. Those of you who are riding Gumpy's uh, footy picks today, we will keep you updated on that. It's halftime right now, so we've got some time. We're in uh, Mitt's in the back. Mitt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, doing really good. Tony, how you doing? People were pissed at you. They said you were late. So, for the I show. I was late today. Yeah, that's what they said. Uh, that that's is what actually, the fucking chat said. That is actually true. I was actually taking a pee, and we did have to wait an extra minute. So I was actually later than Mitt. Oh, that's because you were so. fucking handing out delicious snacks, pro- protein pea chips. Quick snack. Jay, did you win anything last night? Sure didn't. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for being back there, though. I do what I can. Out of baby Jay. Hammered out today. You got MLB. Lots of it. We got a boatload. Some would say a Vegas bookmaker, former Vegas bookmaker, on the show. Consigliere. At Sports Consigliere. Consigliere. Dave Sharpin, he'll be on the show. We'll ask. We'll talk to him about Vegas and the, such. The Sharpin about making bets. Uh, Gump said. Or not Gump. Mitt said, you know, he's got questions. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Mitt will be making the books in Vegas at some <laughs> point. So he probably wants to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, this is basically an internship for him. Yeah. That is the end goal here. <laughs> uh, Nikki Skates will be coming in. Hopefully, Foxy comes in so we can fade him again. Uh, Foxy had the Mavs last night. They never had a chance. Dog walked. They got dog walked by the Sixers. I had the under in that game. Nice little hit there. What a baby tone. 4 0 on unders last night for me. Yeah, there was the. Uh, I couldn't believe that under three and a half. Zero, zero, zero. zero. Finished I mean, one nothing. Fucking Glass now and Dane Dunning, I believe, are fucking battling, which we talked about. Um, did lose. The Brewers decided to score all their runs in the sixth. That was fucking awesome. Thanks to the Brewers. Did We did say to take a full game, too, though. We have talked about so far, we we always talk about. First I'm honestly five at the point where if I feel really good about a first five, I might start doubling down, Tone. Oh, you're gonna take both? Yeah, just in case. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that game last night, there was just no. I just didn't feel like the Cubs were gonna win that game. You know what I mean? The Brewers we would have had if we would have win full game. Padres, Padres. I believe the the cards, the cards were. Can't remember what the cards ended up, but I lost that by half a run first five, and Marlins half a run by first five. Marlins did end up winning, so would have won if we would have won full game. It would have been five and one yesterday. But like we talked about yesterday, Tony. I mean, this morning, uh, Padres with Blake Snell on the mound. Yeah, you can't. I'm not. Wasn't touching that one. Well, first five. He they opened at minus one forty four. Really, they, full game was yeah three. They are now minus two oh five. Oh, that line's moved a little bit too. I think it was more than that. I think it was like up to two. I think it was two fifty. So I think I think I, sh- I, w- I should start tweeting out early early lines just in case because you got like you can't pass. I I mean I'm not going to pass up Blake Snell first five minus one forty four. Tony, we there's some games that are just going on right now, so we should talk about those in case anybody wants to live bet them. Oh, that Orioles Mariners just started. Yeah, so I actually have. The Arizona and Oakland game. Oh, you're on that one. The Arizona first five money line I took at minus Ooh. 106. Zach Gallen is 25 years old. Is this his first Indian. outing this year? He uh, was hurt his forearm. Yes. Yep. So he was 2.75 and 2.81 in the first two seasons. And Oakland is 29th right now in hitting right-handed pitchers. So I liked Gallen. He did have a, stre- a stress fracture in March in his throwing arm. And every time he threw a breaking ball, it hurt. So there was a little bit of a worry there, but it seems like he's all right through two. And Lazardo is going for the A's, who is a 6.10 ERA, ERA this season. So Arizona first five money line at one, minus 106 is something that I jumped on early. It's good value. Um, and then the Orioles, Orioles game, Orioles minus money line minus 140 versus the Mariners. I couldn't find a first five spread line. Is this because it's a doubleheader? Is this a seven-inning game? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, right. right. You're right. But I took I took uh, Orioles uh, 
money line here full game i'll Mine's take the one. seven i mean you got mean john means on the mound you know what i mean seattle's dead last versus left-hand pitching and baltimore's number five versus left-handed pitching means has given up one earned run in 11 and two-thirds so far this season justice sheffield your guy is on the mound for the mariners i know he was supposed to be on yesterday but the rain out or whatever mariners gave up eight hits and six runs in his first start this season. So, John Means' first two outings were against the Red Sox and the Yankees too. Like the those correct. are very good lineups. So. I mean, he's he's been the lone bright spot for the Orioles for a few years now. So we like Means minus the 140 versus the Mariners full gamer. The Mariners just went up one nothing. Good talk. Perfect. That's fine. We got fucking seven innings, pal. We got seven innings. Uh, Four ten, Philly. At the Mets, you got anything there? No, I don't. Uh, I don't like this game at all. Actually, I hated it too. Yeah, I hated it too. I don't like it at all. Stayed away from it. Um, let's see here. The next game I have, I don't have. You have San Diego at the Pirates. We just talked about it with Snell. Yeah, I took it. I took it money line this morning. Like I said, first five. But I would even. Uh, I don't love doing it, but I'd lay the minus a half at minus 144 with the Padres. Okay. Blake Snell's been, I mean, Blake Snell's been Blake Snell. In the Nine players. and two-thirds innings, two earned, 16 Ks. The guy going for the Pirates, I mean, two starts. Chad Cole, yeah. Seven innings pitch, seven runs, five earned. It's no. cool. It's not cool, dude. Not cool. It's not cool. Uh, do you have anything for Seattle and Baltimore? The second, uh, second game. No, I'm not touching that Me one. Me either. Interesting little pitching matchup here. There's in a the lot Yankees of good pitching in Toronto. Uh, it's Tyon and Hyunjin Ryu. Ryu going for the Blue Jays. Um, thought about taking Ryu here. Tyon, apparently, his velocity's down since uh, he's had surgery. He hasn't really pitched like he, like he should the last couple years. Obviously, he was out last year. Um, but I'm, I'm staying away. Yeah, I don't like this game either. The uh, the Blue Jays are they're weird. They're I think they're a good team. I don't I don't love their bullpen that much, but Yankees haven't turned it on either yet. So it's just a stay away game for me. One thousand percent for me too. Um, so the second game between the Mets and the Phillies, I I was I wanted to take the under. I didn't though. It's Aaron Nolan, Marcus Stroman who. Stroman had a really good outing in his first in his first outing this season, being back and not pitching since 2019. Um, Aaron Nola had an up and down game. His ERA is not bad, but I I don't trust. I don't for some reason I didn't trust either of these pitchers to take the under in this situation. Yeah, I don't like this game either, Tom. Um, another Texas at Tampa. Kyle Gibson and Ryan Yarbrough. I I didn't. I didn't like any of these pitchers. Did you take anything here? Yeah, I like Tampa first five money line here. Okay, so I you like, like I like Yarbrough. He has been good in the past. Yeah, not a great first outing, but bounce backs. Sox got a good lineup, so I so, like this one here. So, so you're going Tampa first five here? Yeah, money line. Uh, Miami at Atlanta. We were on. I was on Miami yesterday first five. Didn't come home first five. They won in extra innings. I think I'm going to take. I'm taking the Marlins first five here versus Atlanta. I couldn't see. Now let me see if it's up now because I couldn't. Line? I couldn't get it earlier. Um, still no run line. Still no run line. Just the money line. So I'm not sure what I want to do here. If you if you could get a first five run line for it will be plus a half whenever it comes. Correct. Out. If you so can get that for the, just just wait for the Marlins later today. Let me make sure it's still not out. Still not out. You can get the Marlins plus 180. Money line. Do I want to take that? Yeah, fuck it. I'll take it. Money line. I'll take the Marlins plus 180 money line first five. Wow. Atlanta's number 27 versus right-hand pitching. Pablo Lopez is going for the Marlins. He's given up two earned runs this season in two starts and 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's going up against Max Fried, who has been unbelievable the past couple seasons, but has a nine ERA in two starts this season. Really rolling the dice here that he's not going to figure it out today. And that fucking Pablo Lopez isn't going to be crushed by Acuna and fucking Freddie Freeman and the boys. But I'm going to take the Marlins first five plus 180. Fucking juicy dog on that one. 
Um, what else we got here? What else we got here? Uh, Chicago and Milwaukee. You got anything here? I would lean taking the Cubs plus a half first five. It's because I like Hendricks, but I don't. I don't love it. I mean, Woodruff had a good outing, had a bad outing. I don't. I don't love either of these. You know, I'm going first five under three and a half plus one eighteen here. Milwaukee is 26 and Chicago Cubs 30th versus right-handed pitching. It's not good. It's absolutely not. Hendricks, after giving up three runs in his first start, gave up zero in his second start. It was a bounce back there. Woodruff had the exact same. Uh, went seven innings pitch, one hit, no earned run in eight Ks versus the Cubs last week. It's the exact same start um, as far as pitchers are concerned in this game last week. Uh, I think the final was 4-2 in extras, but it, not a lot of runs were scored in this game. So I'm going Cubs and Brewers first five under three and a half. Okay. Do you like anything Nats in St. Louis? Yeah, I uh, I like Flaherty here. I'm okay. taking Cardinals money line. I mean, both these pitchers, Strasburg first time out, six innings pitch, one hit, eight Ks. Yeah, Flaherty last time out, six innings pitch, one hit, six Ks. I just think the Cardinals are playing better ball right now. I think they, I just, yeah, good value here on them at home, money line. I'm taking the under three and a half in this one too, first five. Jesus. These three and a halves are scary. I mean, that, it, I, I, the only three and a halves you used to see was uh, DeGrom. That was it. And now it's like, it but came these, home. these matchups today are stupid. I mean, we still got Giolito, Bieber to talk it came about. Home. Strasburg, like you said, after a tough 2020, Came out when six, one hit, zero runs in his first start of the season. Flaherty, home ERA over the last three seasons. 267, 237, 293, and six innings pitched zero runs in his last start. Um, so, yeah. I think I'm going to take the under three and a half there between those two. Fair play. Uh, you just talked about it. Cleveland at Chicago White Sox. Giolito and Bieber, who was Cy Young last year. Uh, what are you taking here? So Giolito has 18 Ks and 10 and two third innings. Yeah, Bieber has 24 Ks and 12. 12 and a third. But you're going to give me Giolito plus a half at home. I will take it every fucking time. Tony. You know where I'm going here. I'm going the under three and a half. <laughs> it could be under three. Cleveland is hitting .169, and everyone in the lineup tonight is hitting .169 total against Giolito. Bieber's Cy Young does have 24 Ks and 12 innings. He got his ERA. Is, he's given up two and three runs, but I think that'll that'll water will find its level there. I think Giolito still hasn't pitched his best. Hopefully, the third start. Cleveland's number twenty four versus right hand pitching, and Chicago White Sox are number eighteen. So I, I like the under there too. Um, you got anything else? I don't love this one. It's this Reds uh, taking Giants on that one. Yeah. So when I was waiting for this line, Tony, which other team with whatever team was getting was plus be? a half, I was taking. I'd be happy taking Castillo. And I'd be happy taking Gosman. So the Reds are the team getting plus a half. Yep. So I will take Castillo and the Reds plus a half. Castillo, first time out, got roughed up. Last mm -hmm. time, seven innings, five Ks. I mean, Gosman, 13 and two-third innings, two earned 11 Ks. So, but I just like, yeah, I love getting half a We run. are fucking mind melt here. Yeah. I'm the exact thing. I'm, I had notes here, Reds and the money. Yeah. Because I knew it was going to come in on them. Castillo, bounce back. You said it's seven innings pitch. Going up against the Giants, your 28th ranked hitting team. Um, and I'm like actually said, pissed off at myself for not taking the Reds last night. The Reds? They burned me twice in a row against the D-backs, and I just, I thought Sanchez would, I mean, Sanchez did pitch well. But Wade, Wade Miley, I mean, that guy, when he gets going on the mound, dude, it's like, it's literally like he's playing he cash. quickly. And, and like we uh, the Reds early in the season were fucking smashing the ball, yeah. but they've only scored three, zero, and three in their last three. So I thought about taking the under here, but there's 14 mile an hour winds blowing at. No, no. It's not like the the Giants isn't a great fucking hitters park, but I think I'm gonna take the Reds in the in the uh, plus money here. Same for you. Let's go. So I've got right now it's going Arizona first five Orioles money line, uh, Marlins plus 180 is a first five dog. Cubs and Brewers under first five. Nats and St. Louis under first five. Cleveland and the White Sox under first five. And then the Reds plus money, the first five. Beautiful. What do you got? Uh, Orioles money line going right now. Padres minus a half, first five. Rays money line, first five. Cardinals money line, first five. White Sox plus a half, first five. And Reds plus a half, first five. Beautiful.
absolutely beautiful and as we have been doing uh the last since we started going live on our own youtube we have a guest today a not yet we don't have a guest yet jay one second he picked up and then he hung up so i'm not entirely sure what happened john so. consigliari whoa <laughs> at sportsbook consigliari oh he's a former pittsburgh native Oh, I'm not. Go ahead. Me? Not him. Oh, Jay. Get here. All right, here. There I we are. You. Hey, we're gonna we're just go fucking right on with him, Jay. Uh, former Pittsburgh native, friend of the show. I was actually on his show. We good, Jay? I think so. We're good. Long time Las Vegas odds maker. He's now jumping into the content media side. Rising star. At Sportsbook Consigliere on Twitter, Dave Sherapan. Welcome to Hammer Don. Oh, he's got oh, the old Bucko's hat. hat on. What's up, boys? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm fighting a little bit of uh, you know technical difficulties for a second there because I had some big earphones so I could hear you because I don't want to miss anything. But I'm great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm it's, I, it's great to see you. And uh, I got to tell you, I mean, I haven't seen you since the kicking prop of the Super Bowl. And I've been meaning to thank you personally for what you did for me there. Um, that first opening kickoff, not being a touchback, was uh, I still owe you. Ever since, I mean, I we have to thank Pat McAfee for that one. Ever since I came out here and, and Pat and I started talking gambling and he told the story uh, about how when you kick off a Super Bowl, it's a completely different ball that's not broken in. And there was a trend of like 18-2 and two to it not being a touchback every single year, Dave. Every single year we're hitting that one. Well, we were paying attention. Um, you know, you were kind enough to do my podcast, and I, uh, I just, you know, picked up a few things here and there. And now I'm honored to be on with you and the boys here on Hammer Don. How many years you been out in Vegas? I've been in Vegas. This is year number eighteen uh, in books. I actually started. Uh, I left Pittsburgh back in '97 to go to Curacao and uh, learn the offshore sportsbook business there. So. That winner got me, brother. I, I I left and took a shot, and I got a PhD in the business, and then I moved back to Pittsburgh. How, how do you go said, to how do you nah, go to Curacao? How do, do you that. how do you find out that like Curacao is the place to go to an offshore sports book to to learn the ways? Um, well, you know how things are at home. A lot of people <laughs> a lot of people do this back in Pittsburgh, and uh, well, there you, you know, go. Guy knows a guy, and the guy said to a guy, you know, I got a guy, and I was the guy. And I went, and um, one thing led to another. I've been in sports books since. I, I, I took a little stint off when I was in Arizona, and then I moved to Vegas in 2003, and I've been <laughs> working in sports books for a very long time uh, until now. Uh, you know, I'm going this media route like you, just Ye trying to keep up. I, I don't have a beard, though. I, you guys, the beard game. On the Hammer Down show, is, I, I can't even compete. <laughs> it's undefeated. You live right on the Strip, Dave, or where are you at in Vegas, Paul? Oh, Gump. Man, that's a rookie question, Gump. <laughs> no one lives on the Strip, boys. That, that's where everyone comes to stay. No, I live up in the northwest part of town. Uh, it's wonderful. You know, on the way to, uh, you know, Kyle Canyon and, and Mount Charleston. Uh, so I'm a little bit removed from the Strip. I mean, 25 minutes away, yeah. right down there in, in the heat of it. So... But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's expanded, and, like, this whole sports betting thing has made it expand even more. Mm -hmm. Dave, um, so since you've been in the book so long, and we have a lot of new listeners, uh, we always get questions about just gambling in general. If you were to talk to a new gambler, like, what's some advice you would tell them as far as gambling, worst things to do, best things to do? Like, what's the advice that you'd give a new gambler? So I've been having this question posed to me literally for almost two decades someone comes to the counter and says hey man i want to do this but i don't know how to do it so you got to simplify everything i mean when you come up to the board in a book in vegas or in you know now anywhere in indiana you guys got them mm -hmm. it's very confusing so i tell people to specialize narrow your focus a little bit you know be like you know be like gump and focus on the footy mm -hmm. or you know i mean sometimes you guys get a little crazy with them parlays i don't know if i would recommend doing them parlays <laughs> definitely you not know, you guys are a little more advanced than the regular crew but i think it's specialize on a sport and understand all of the bets before you make them so if you're betting point spread just ask if you're betting money line just ask 
over under same thing but kind of keep that focus and then specialize into props and golf betting and footy and you know first period overs first five unders you guys i can't believe this first five under your your run you're on but before you get into all that just kind of understand the general part of it and like fandle does a great job with it with you know there's so many parts of sites now that have a glossary yeah. learn the term and then ask i mean i used to say it all the time i, I got asked the same question maybe every day for 15 years straight at the counter i mean like you know it was it's the first time for you so don't be embarrassed don't be afraid to ask there are no dumb questions except if you're you know going to ask are the pirates going to win today that's not a good question <laughs> that's, that's not a good question um so what you don't like the first fives no listen you guys are on to this. This, is, this first five market is the sharpest market there is, um, maybe in sports betting, in the four major sports. Um, sharp guys have been playing this for years, fellas. Like, mm -hmm. this is this is what they do. They have been doing this, and now you guys uh, are on it, and everybody's on it. I mean, the bullpen sweat, it hurts. Mm -hmm. It literally it, it brings pain when you have a lead in the seventh or the eighth, leadoff walk, you know, a double in the gap, and before you know it, it's a three-run bomb, and you're and you're losing. So, um, no, the first fives are the way to go, but the prices are being adjusted. For yeah, you, yeah, they are. You never used to see a three and a half. No, now you're seeing three and a half with juice under or threes. So, baseball's changing. It's uh, it's not like it was, you know, back in the you know my early days of we are uh, we are family in 1979 <laughs> when I, the Pirates won the World Series. The three and a halfs are scary as fuck. Don't be going. <laughs> What's what like I I stay away from NBA because I just I can't get a grip on it. that's the one like I love college basketball NBA isn't for me. What's the most like bet on sport that you typically see or the most bet? So I mean, typically, Gump, it's probably if you were to do a percentage, football sixty percent of the handle, basketball, college and pro combined is um, probably twenty five percent or so, twenty to twenty five percent. And then you got the rest, which hockey's getting more popular. I mean, it's it, it just is. Um, it's I don't know if it's just a not a better game, but it's more bettable. Yeah. And then baseball's as old as time, and baseball betting is as old as time. It's just the games are too long, and, and you know, I mean, there's a lot of young people that just don't want to be invested in a game for that long. That's why bets like in baseball. You know, this first inning, yes, no. I mean, yeah. you can just bet the first inning whether there's going to be a, a run or not. That's what people like. So those that's kind of the breakdown. I mean, football is still king, and it always will be, just because it lends itself to one day a week. You know, college pretty much mm -hmm. has Saturday on lockdown. Pro has Sunday, Monday on lockdown with the Thursday. And the rest of the sports, man, with it being every day, it just is hard to keep that grind. I mean, you guys are doing a show now five days a week. This is it's grinding. You're you're, you're working. It's fun, but it's grinding. Yeah, it is. And like, so we get up early and we, and we look at the lines, and sometimes they're not out and stuff like that. How has the the line making game changed? Like, I assume back in the day when when you busted in, everyone there was a guy. Like there was a guy who was making the line for a sports book at each sports book, and maybe sports books were cheating off each other. Is it moved to more of a computer thing where the lines come out? Like, is there is there a Watson for sports betting for making lines? How's that changed? Uh, it's probably one of the reasons why I steered myself into going into the media. It's changed completely. It used to be done, you know, back in the day down in the islands. I mean, guys, were, we were doing it just almost on the back of napkins. I mean, it was just something that we did, and we just kind of learned it and did it. And, you know, as Vegas had a hold on everything for a long, long time until Passport was passed. It was done kind of the same way. The offshore guys were doing it, and now it is automated. You can't offer all of the things mm. that are offered every day manually. You can't do it. So now it's all automated, and like you, you were talking about the overnight lines, Gump. Like the baseball lines, that may be one bet or maybe two bets to move you know, the, the Padres' first five from minus 140 to minus 200. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just so fast. Everything is so fast. It's almost like what happened with the market, right? There used to be guys holding up tickets and trading on the New York Stock Exchange floor. Now everything's automated. Mm -hmm. Well, betting is all automated. It's all right there on your phone. Lines making had to become automated, too. And, and the game has changed, man. But it's uh, it's changing for the better, I think, for the better. 
because we have more options and you can kind of pick, you know, your pick the soft spots. Like, you know, find your areas, go to the K props, go to the first fives in baseball, and you don't have to go with what was offered because now everything's offered. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like with soccer, Dave. I mean, when these lines come out, like I will ho- I have no problem hopping on Monday morning and picking games for the next weekend because if you can get a team double chance at minus 140 by the time that game starts they're minus 200 or higher and dave these lines like you just said these lines like say one guy comes in and puts a ten thousand dollar bet on padres first five and because the book has all that liability just on that one bet the line's not moving because they think the padres are should be minus 200 versus minus 400 it's all about liability right Oh, yeah. No, there's not. I mean, the days of subjective booking games is pretty much done. Uh, you don't see it much anymore. I mean, it's it's strictly moving on money. And it's, listen, not that, you know, it's personal, Dixie, but you could come in with the bag for 50 dimes and bet the Pirates today, and we may not move the line. <laughs> but, if, you know, but if, you know, if somebody comes in or somebody running hot like Gumpy comes in and bets it for two dimes, which is the limit, you know, we've extended the limit to you because you're a player and you got you may make more bets, okay? But if Gumpy comes in and bets, you know, as hot as he is with these first fives or something, we may move it, you know, 15 cents just on his play. So you can't you can't get trapped into that's another good thing for the new people. Like you can't get trapped into the line moving. Well, mm-hmm. that's the right side. If you don't if you're not the guy sitting in the chair or, you know, the guy sitting in the chair like, you know, you, you don't know why the line moves. I mean, the line may actually move to try to get a bet on the other side because, you know, there may be a 10 team parlay that you guys put in that's live to the other side and they got to get a bet to knock down the liability. There could be a myriad of reasons why the line moves or doesn't move. And I think rookie handicappers go, oh, well, this line went from 230 to 250. That's got to be the right side. I mean, it ain't. I've seen a lot of right side bets or, or you know, <laughs> yeah. closing line movement lose too. So don't don't get caught up in that. Dave, I'm not sure why you to take a shot at me there. Modern day Billy Walters here. Uh, yeah, especially with college basketball this year, Dave. Like yeah. the line movement in that, and especially college football, means absolutely nothing. No, I mean college basketball. This was this was, was one of the hardest years to book college basketball that I've ever seen. And I was really happy to not actually be sitting in a book and doing it because the game has changed a little bit in the respect that you used to be able to get both sides of a bet. You know, so if Duke was favored by four at NC state or whatever, and you move the line to five, there was a bad guy or somebody that came in and took the five and you could bounce it back and forth and just, you know, do the juice. Now with college basketball, the way it went, not only were they laying Duke minus four, they were laying Duke minus five, they were laying Duke minus six. You had to go to seven just to maybe get another bet. And then, you know, the books were were, were <laughs> had one of those seasons that were like a lot of deep breaths and big swings on these college basketball games. It was tough. Is I agree with that in every single sport except for should we pay attention to the line moves at all as far as the money is concerned with football at all, NFL? No, man. Football's okay. the, NFL football is the hardest market to beat. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. I mean, that is the toughest market to beat because there's so much money in it, and everybody has an opinion. Me, you, Gump, mm-hmm. you know, Nikki Skates, Pat, everybody. <laughs> I mean, everybody has an opinion on the NFL. You know, even my wife and daughters who don't really even watch it that much or just watch the Steeler game, like they have an opinion. So with all that money in there, you can try to – you know, trace the line moves, but you really like another good thing to tell people to do is kind of do your own numbers. And it's hard. There's no particular process how to do it. You kind of just got to do it and learn how to do it. So take the blank schedule. You know, it's really tough for baseball. I wouldn't recommend it for baseball, but take like week one NFL and leave it blank and write down your lines. You know, Steelers are at home minus the Browns minus seven. I don't even know who's playing, but it's probably minus seven. So that's where it starts. And then when it comes out and you get closer you know, you see where you're at. So when you do that more and more, you can find your spots to make better plays. But they still got to win, brother. They still got to win. Hey, speaking of making lines, we have we have a young sensei in here as far as young as line making. Mitt, did you have any you have any questions, Paul? Yeah, I have a couple questions actually. <laughs> so, uh, why do different sports books have different lines, and they're all pretty similar? But is that just their own algorithm, or uh, where does that like really come from? 
So, Mitt, uh, that's it's just like going to a store and, and, and there's a you know 60 inch TV. And Walmart has it for you know 800, and someone else has it for 700, and someone else has it for 750. Like everybody's just trying to get their own little margin that they can on a particular game. Back in the day, it might be because there was a guy like me that said, "Hey, man, I, I think the Pirates are live today. Let's use the Padres lower and see what we can do with it." Um, I don't think you're seeing that much anymore. And the other thing is that it can't be all the same lines. Like if you're gonna try to get bets, you kind of gotta. You're supposed to get off the market a little bit, not be the same as everybody else. Um, so that's a long answer to a short question, mm-hmm. but it, it varies from sport to sport and from book to book just to keep trying to get more action. What else you got, Mitt? He, lines on, are switching. Uh, when the lines are switching, if like teams are uh, – players are – getting off the questionable list, sorry, getting off the questionable list, uh, getting put on, probable, and stuff like that, and football especially. Uh, like, How does that really change the line if it does it all, or is that just the money coming in? No, it doesn't have as much impact, I think, in football unless it's the quarterback. The NBA this year, boys, like you really got to have a cast iron stomach or a really good Twitter feed with all the right information to bet the NBA. It is so tough right now. So, I mean, when LeBron was playing, and you know, I know Foxy would bet on LeBron if if, if they were if he was playing, but when it. he's not playing, he's his line that line moves the most. Um, you know, when Embiid's not playing for the Sixers, that line is going to fly. So, you know, if it's reported that he's not playing and he's going to play, it's going to move like three four points right away. And if he's reported to to play and then not, you'll see the line crash against them three to four points so it's not always money and the nba right now is an information game as much as picking winners game it is so hard and um that's that's the one that it, it weighs the most i mean obviously the pitchers matter in baseball but a lot of books did away with listed pitchers and you just have action and then the goalie in hockey obviously if you guys can find out that goalie information Dixie has my number you guys let me know when the goalies are playing and when they're not and uh you know we'll be able to do some work with that dave how's it going pal Hey, Pat, what's up? Hey, man, I want to let you know, you look like three to four of my uncles when I was watching. I, I came out of a call, you were on the screen out here, and I literally, I was like, oh, my God, is that guy related to me? I've enjoyed listening to you speak here, pal. Hey, man, I appreciate it. You and I, I, I don't know if you remember, but you and I met at the counter at the Cosmo back in the day. Where at? And the Cosmo, when I, we were there for the Bud Light Busters. Oh, what a time. What a time. I was I was the guy at the counter that was giving you crap for not having your game numbers ready, and then I told you that you had my cousin for eleventh grade history class back in Plum, and we whooped it up. And then some guy came through the casino and he was going to shoot everybody or something, and we all had to evacuate. And I- oh my God! I remember the shooting. This was for uh, Portnoy's fortieth yeah. birthday party. We were out yeah. there for the Bud Light yep. Busters. We had to go out through the kitchen. We went out through the kitchen Terrible. in the back because there was an active shooter. I remember that. Great to hear from you again. Happy you're on Hammered Down. Uh, You've been awesome. We appreciate the hell out of you. And happy we both survived that particular situation at Cosmo, both alcoholically and guns-wise. Dave, where are you from? Green Tree? Green Tree, PA. Keystone Oaks grad. Yes, sir. Man, it's great to chat with you, man. What a legend. He was talking earlier about how many bookmakers there are in Pittsburgh. I was like, yep. Yeah, it's because all those goddamn Italians. Are you Italian? (laughs) Uh, yeah, half Italian. Yeah, yeah. see, that is, that is one of the easiest things. Uh, as soon as you say what you're uh, doing a bit, I mean, it's just, you're right, you're 100% right, pal. I appreciate you, man. Grazie, grazie. You want a, you want a good bed, Koopy? Yeah, you can find the guy in Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, Dave, before we let you, you out of here. we can find you one. Hey, before we let you out of here, I can't thank you enough. You've been fucking awesome. Uh, we didn't talk about anything today. You like anything today? You like anything you've been talking about recently? Any futures, anything like that? Uh, before we let you out of here, man, I don't want to take up too much time, but I listened to your uh, son's uh, yeah. division winner. Like, the Suns are the, one of the best teams in basketball, I fellas, know. and nobody knows it. Well, maybe you do, Dixie, because yep. you bet it. But um, they play tonight. They're on the back to back, and they're only a three point favorite. It's up to three and a half again in most places. Don't sleep on that one. Like that one, they didn't cover last night, and now they get the heat, and they're playing back-to-back, so the number's short. I've been terrible with the back-to-backs in the NBA, so I, I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% confident, but I like that one. The Hawks as well, laid the two, 
in the NBA, and then I don't know. Pick your poison in the baseball, boys. Think- under in the G- under in the Giolito game. Under. Three and a half. Three I took, I took the White. Bieber. I took the White Sox plus a half. I would. I would have taken it either way. Whatever team was getting plus a half, first five, I would have um, taken. What was I going to say to you? Uh, yeah, the Hawks game was weird because they opened up as three point dogs and now are two point favorites. But I did see uh, Lowry and Van Fleet are out now, so I'm. I think I'm more comfortable with the Hawks now. And, yeah, that and that's the thing. Like, if you can grab those overnight lines and and make moves, I mean, like now you have plus three in your pocket. You can take the other side plus two, sit and watch yeah. the game and hope it falls in the middle, and you got nothing to worry about. So, a lot of different options. The other one I took notes before I uh, I go was the Giants have gone under in like eight or nine games in a row. Nobody's sitting. You got Castillo on the mound. Yeah. The Reds are actually playing good baseball. I can't believe it, but um, under in that game seven and a half, which would probably be one of Gumpy's unders for uh, for the first five as well. Uh, Dave, let the people know where they can find you. So, uh, in keeping with Pat's theme of being an Italian, my uh, Twitter handle is Sportsbook Consigliere, mm-hmm. which is at SportsBKConsig. Uh, I tweet about gambling. I tweet about sports. I tweet about life. I have a wife and three daughters, and every day we, we make lines in this house. I'm teaching them about numbers <laughs> and games. I'm also on Sirius XM um, every day, Monday through Friday, from 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific, which is 7 to 10 Eastern, mm-hmm. where we basically watch the games, and I watch the lines, and it's an in-game live show. That's the where best. We're saying, bet this now, don't bet this now, are you watching this line? It's everything that I've been doing for literally 20 years, and now I get to do it on the air every day. And that's on SportsGrade, right? I have a podcast, which you got to go back and listen to the episode, with myself and Diggs and, mm-hmm. and, and I, a guest, it's called Cash Considerations. It's a lot of fun. It's very lighthearted. We're, we're not killing you with algorithms. We're not killing you with you know nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically um, talking about sports, talking about gambling, and talking about life. Dave, thank you so much. You've been incredible. Go check him out wherever you can find him. Hey, good luck with everything, pal. See you, brother. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks Dave. Dave. You're yeah. awesome, brother. Thank you. All right, that was great. We got a lot of good information. Okay, it's good. Yeah. Right yeah. up my alley. Good Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. First Pittsburgh five. to Vegas. Fucking good in my books, my friend. <laughs> Mitch, you get everything answered you wanted? Yeah, and uh, I am pretty pumped with my own place tonight. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay. Um, all right, so a couple updates on some games that we were talking about. Uh, Arizona has gone up 3-0 on Oakland, so I'm sitting good there. We are not sitting good. Seattle and Baltimore is 3-0 and the second. Um, our buddy Mr. Means is is getting hit so far. Me and John Means? Me and John Means is getting hit so far. We'll be all right, though. That's all right. We'll be all right there. This, uh, this Munich PSG game. I was going to say, any like update it's, there? It's going. There's 82nd minute, one nothing. Yeah, it's going to go. We got penalties coming up. Huh? It's going to go to extra time, yeah. And yeah. Chelsea's zero. There's been fucking one shot in the Chelsea-Porto game with 15 minutes left. Uh, NBA. So the 41 and 16 double digit favorites that we talked about yesterday went 0 and 2 last night, obviously. Beautiful. Uh, Jamal Murray torn ACL, which is tough. Tough for all us Nuggets, Nuggets futures betters. Um, JVT with the over in Lakers as well as Mitt. Yep. Did you see how that came home, Mitt? Yeah, that was a. That was a uh, tough was beat. Tough. <laughs> that was a tough beat for the under betters, but good for the overs. Um, Fade Foxy hit. I had the under. Um, tonight I am going to take the Hawks minus the two. They're just they're fucking so hot as a as a team. They're so hot, and the Raptors are not. And Lowry and Van Fleet's out, and that line was weird. So I was going to stay away from it, but I can't. So Trey Young is also actually playing in this game. He was questionable Perfect. this morning, which I am also on the Hawks, and I have been on them since this morning when they were a plus line. Okay. Good for you, buddy. Oh, PSG will actually go through if that ends one nothing. Oh, because away goals. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, had Bayern money line, so we might be that. all right. <laughs> um, and then the other pick I have tonight for NBA: Celtics at Blazers under two twenty nine and a half. Portland under is five and zero. Their last five is a home favorite. Under is six and zero. Their last six home games. Under is five and one in their last six overall. Under is four and one after a loss, which they did. Under is six two six and two after one day rest. That's Portland. Boston. Under is eight and one in their last nine. Under is six and one in their last seven with one day rest. And under is five and one in their last six after a win. 
So I'm taking under 229 and a half in Celtics and Blazers. Mitt, you got any other NBA, pal? Yeah, I really like that under. I think that is probably juice just because uh, Boston, good defensive team, but they've lit up like 130 plus their last two games. I was going to take Boston as a, uh, I had them at plus two. They're yeah. at about one and a half right now. I'm also on the Clippers minus three against the Pacers, which I do really like that bet. And Phoenix minus three against Miami. I think Phoenix is uh, definitely due for a nice bounce back against the spread tonight. I like yeah. that Clippers one popped up to me too. That line seemed very low. Yeah, three. I got it at three. I think it was in between three and two and a half, and I just think they're going to probably blow them out. Clippers? Yeah. The, I, I, the Pacers stink, dude. And the Clippers they are do. playing so That's good weird, right now, That's a actually. weird line. I know. Kawhi's out. Oh, Kawhi's uh, out? Uh-huh. Makes sense then. Pacers still stink. Kawhi is out. Um, they've been playing a little better because they got their guys back, but yeah, I decided to stay away from that one. Fair play. Uh, you like anything in Champions League tomorrow? I know you've got Liverpool, so you're not going to bet it. Yeah, I mean Liverpool, Real Madrid, I, you know, another Anfield miracle on deck, I'd say. But uh, the other game, Dortmund, uh, Man City, any way you want to bet this game is not a bad bet. You get Man City money line minus 150. I mean, Dortmund's plus 380 money line. You get them double chance at good value, but uh, it's those both stay aways for me tomorrow. Okay. So we're staying away from footy tomorrow. But uh, Friday, hop yeah. on this one early. Uh, Lil again. Lil line. again? I mean, yeah, they're just, they're, they're first in League One and they're just not getting any respect. And then I know Tottenham's been cold. Uh. But you get them at draw, no bet, minus 160 against Everton, who Everton played yesterday. Yeah. So, so we like Spurs. Are, we like Spurs, Spurs. I know Spurs have been struggling, but they still have Harry Kane. Yes, they do. They still got Sonny Boy. Kane. They still got Sonny Boy. Yeah, so, I mean, them at minus 160, draw, no bet on Friday against Everton, I like too. And then we'll, I mean, this weekend we got another fucking run the gauntlet again. My uh, Nikki Skates came in. He needed a <sighs> nice fucking... ice cold Celsius because he was hot yesterday. Yeah, this tastes like a peach ring. This is incredible. What'd you go yesterday? Uh, five and one? Six and one. Five and one. It's I don't know good. how many I give. It's pretty good. There I know, one I know there, there were a lot of people tweeting that they took years in parlayed them and had winners. So congrats yeah, to you. Yeah, the Leafs let us down, but uh, they fucking did hit the, the over. Dude. And Matthews did score. Buds. It would have been nice to get the win to get that boost, too. Speaking of, there's a boost today that I love. Well, Absolutely love it. Let me fucking let me, let me me pull it up for you. What is it? Taylor Hall had to drive his ass from Buffalo to Boston. I believe it's an eight-hour drive because that scumbag organization, the Boston Bruins, wouldn't send a private plane to pick him up. Couldn't even send him a commercial flight. He drove. Uh, it's for him to score tonight, and he is playing his old team, the Buffalo Sabres. Which is not a good team. Terrible team. And now, granted, Taylor Hall, who was an MVP, what, three, four seasons ago, only has two goals on the year. Nothing gets you going like joining a new team where you're wanted. The boys in the locker room, they're boosting your confidence, your ego. You go out there and just get a nice snipe against your old team. Nothing says a big fuck you like that. So I love the boost tonight. So Taylor Hall to score one plus goals, plus 270, boosted to plus 350 on FanDuel Sports. How can you not love that? Fuck it, 350? I'm in. I'm in. Foxy hit the uh, first back, first bucket boost last night. Foxy hit something? Yeah. Not the game, but he hit the boost for his <laughs> score for the first bucket. Uh, all right. So NHL tonight. How's the lineup? Or how's, uh, the, how's the slate? It's a, it's, a, it's a small slate, but there is some value in there. Okay. Uh, I also like the over in the Sabres-Bruins game. Five and a half, just uh, minus 106 to the over. Yeah, so, I mean, the Bruins are such heavy favorites. I don't even know if in regulation it makes sense. Yeah, I don't even know if that makes sense as a play there, if you really wanted to. Uh, but uh, definitely going the over five and a half. The Bruins are playing a guy who's got, I think, his fourth. This will be his fourth NHL start. Okay. So, you know, the Sabres do stink, but they might be able to squeeze a couple That's pucks up. by him. And I think they're going to be motivated and excited to get this boost to get in Taylor Hall. Yeah. And I think they're going to they're gonna light the lamp more that than a few sense. times. Uh, the other one I like, uh, the Rangers, Money line. Okay. Uh, that is also going to be juiced pretty heavily, so you may have to go in Minus right there. 190. Yeah, and the over there as well. The total's gone over in five of the Rangers' last five when playing the Devils. Uh, total's gone over in five of New Jersey's last five games. So it's just kind of, it should be, hopefully, we're hoping for like an eight, nine goal game there. The Rangers, you could get on the 60 minute line at minus 120. I like that a lot. That's a lot more. 
it's a lot more reasonable a little more value there uh also like washington money line in the over there now the over is pretty high there i think it's at six and a half but i think they can still hit that they're playing against philly uh, total's gone over in five of Philly's last six when playing on the road against Washington. It's gone over in nine of Philly's last 12 on the road, period. And it's gone over in four of Washington's last five. Uh, those two teams, a lot of offense, not a ton of defense. Highest total of the night at six and a half. Everything else is five and a half. Does that worry you at all? Good. It does worry me a little bit, but like I just said, there's, they don't. Yeah. This, those two teams do not concern themselves with defense. Uh, Washington also just made a big move at the deadline, getting Anthony Mantha from Foxy's Red Wings. I think they're going to be motivated and juiced up as well. <laughs> and I think he's going to want to put on a show and score some points. Yeah. And then last one I got is Toronto Puck Line uh, and over five and a half there as well. Toronto Going minus back one to the Leafs. Yeah, they're six and one straight up. They just played last night. But the interesting wrinkle in them playing the Flames tonight is – they traded for David Riddich, who used to be Calgary's goalie. He's now on the Leafs, and he's getting the start for the Leafs tonight. So him getting a chance to go against his old team, I think he's going to want to put on a show for the Toronto, for the uh, the Maple Leaf faithful okay. and the boys in the locker room there, show them what he's got. All right, so let me roll through these. Let's see if I can remember them. The over five and a half for the Sabres and Bruins. Yes. The Rangers... Uh, money line and over five and a half in that game. Yes, sir. Unless you want to go the, again the sixty minute reg. I don't know how you what you're keeping track over. Flyers and Caps over six and a half. Yep. Did you pick a side in that Washington game? Washington money line, yeah. Okay. And then you took the Leafs minus one sixty four in their game. I'm actually going Leafs puck line. Pete Leafs puck Ooh. line, yeah. Minus one and a half. The yeah. buds. Wow. Plus yeah. one point. Calgary usually plays them tough, but Toronto has had the better of it. And like I said, I think that that whole factor with the goalie switching teams here is going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Nikki Skates can't thank you enough. Hey, thank you, boys. Go, man. Hey, baby, Nick. Hey, Foxy. Good luck. Thank you. The man, the myth, the legend has come into Hello. the studio. Fade, Foxy. Let it commence. Uh, Mavs didn't come home last night. No, they stunk. What are you? You're on a you're on a heater. Besides Morikawa right now. As far as fading you. Correct. I'm doing absolutely terrible. I actually have to tally up how many losses I've had in the last week or so because <laughs> I have not been keeping track. It's been really bad. And guess what? I'm not prepared today. Uh, I Diggs texted me, said, do I got to pick? And I completely <laughs> forgot. And I just looked at it. So you guys are getting a live look at how I oh, pick. Oh, I can't wait. This is how Fade Foxy happens. That's so disgusting. first thing I checked, TV schedule tonight. We got the Clippers against the Pacers or... The Celtics against the Blazers. Late night game. I don't know if you want it. Lately, so, don't, you don't like staying up late. So. Immediately looked at the lines. Clippers, Pacers, minus three and a half to the Clippers. All right. And then Celtics, Blazers, plus one and a half to the Celtics. Uh-huh. Those are the two ones I'm looking at and I like. My first question is, who is out for the Clippers tonight? Do we know? Kawhi. Ah. That is not what I wanted to hear. At least you knew that the line Damn. was wrong. You knew that someone I, was out. I knew something was up because the Pacers stink. Just take even though it was at home. Oh, man. <laughs> is, is anything going on with the Celtics then? Are there anyone hurt? No, I think the Dame Celtics Lillard's are good. Know, the Celtics, like, they're up and down, dude. I don't know if you should take them. Tonight. But no one's – is anyone hurt? No one's hurt? That's a clean game? No, no injured players. Just because I can tell that was one of Mitt's picks, we're taking the Celtics tonight. Attaboy, Let's go. Plus Let's one and go. a half. Jeez. Let's go. Jeez. The Celtics are the hotter of the two teams. I mean, Thank they went you. on a fucking fifty to one run against the Celtics. Nuggets. Are seven and three in their last ten? Boom. Are they in the playoffs right now? Yeah. Really? For sure. I mean, I will. I'll fucking check. Make. I thought they were in the middle of the playoff. Now they're seven seed. Don't let the seas get hot. Oh, man, they, that that they are they are in the seven seed. They're one game away from being out of the playoffs, but they're one game away from being the fourth seed. I feel good about this pick tonight. You should. You should. All right, I'm looking at the super boost, good too. Pick, I'm not going to take this one, actually, so I don't even know if I, I should say it. But there is a super boost on FanDuel. Damian Lillard and Jalen Brown to combine for eight threes at plus 160. The super boost a, did hit last night. It did hit for you first bucket. Which also awesome. in that game is the three by two which I'm not sure if you've done yet. It's two three-point field goals made in the first three minutes of Portland and Boston. That Dang. is for sure going like to fuck that. I like that a lot. Yeah, let's take that one. Add it to the list. Kind of like the three-by-two in the Clippers and Pacers game, too. Maybe. Hey, and for, for the person who uh, is putting all of our picks in the comments, 
fucking love you for doing it but when i say like hey i might like the two three by two and the pacers as well doesn't mean i'm fucking oh. taking it yeah i agree with that actually what i agree with what you're saying like just because you like it so you're not taking it that's why i always say pick of the night and then add it to the list for the super boost but i do appreciate you doing that for all the listeners thank you listeners. i have been reading those so if you guys have any um anything you guys want to know or anything like that also gumpy and i we're gonna do like a short video for you new betters like just the terminology and stuff like that because i know we have a lot of new betters uh listening so we're gonna go over that for you so yeah that you can follow along if you haven't figured it out fading means to take the opposite so that's why it's called fade foxy <laughs> well fucking said. why were you groaning over there <laughs> gumpy what's Did that? something happen you were groaning over there oh no we're good we're f- we're uh we got four minutes of stoppage time and i mean chelsea's not gonna score the fucking joke <laughs> fucking um, every time i bet on they've lo- they've won they've lost one game in 18 and every time i bet on them they fucking tie sorry to hear that Bo. it's chelsea blues sorry to hear wow. that. chelsea scum uh, chelsea scum diamondbacks are up 4-0 seattle is still up 3-0 so looking at it there porto the Red, porto just scored the there Red, you go the red Sox just went up three two uh, socks are hot dude they are all right so that's everything for today yep thank you boys thank you fox baby fox uh so yeah we gave you everything with the mlb nba 40 for champions league tomorrow by the way there's a boost there liverpool to go through plus 350 i won't make you comment on that um it's Anfield, dude. I, it sucks there's no fans because if anybody could get them over the top. Big the thanks fans to Dave Sherapan at Sports Consigliere. Check him out. Uh, thank you guys so much. We're up over 10K subs. Woo! Appreciate it. Keep getting the word out there. We're going to keep doing the best we can. Uh, we've got a golf guest tomorrow to preview this weekend's tournament so we can get some golf winners there. Baseball uh, Thursday. Yeah, we'll be back. Baseball guest on Thursday big one i think it's just the boys on friday fucking shooting the shit that's what we do um so yeah we'll be back tomorrow with all of our best bets can't thank you guys enough at hammered down on twitter and instagram the rollover hashtag fando hammered down rollovers at 1250 if you guys are new listeners that you have to put a 10 leg parlay together on twitter uh type it out no screenshots of a parlay or anything like that um no first half full game combined um, if you want to do alternate lines, it's frowned upon. No, thank you. It's frowned upon. Minus 130 or uh, worse. I guess worse odds. Minus 130 or worse for each leg. Uh, th- we put out a tweet with the directions every single day at Hammered Down on Twitter. We can't thank you guys enough for everything. We will see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube. Hammer! Down!